pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. Alrighty, how was your holiday? Long. Extra long. Oh, girl. Um, I did all my little cooking. Um, did some baking this year. Well, I always bake every year, but um I basically I downsat. We downsized a lot this year. We tried to cut it down so we didn't have too many leftovers. So I think I did a pretty good job. We only have like a little bit of leftovers left right now and ain't nobody eating it because we ate leftovers I think for a day, maybe well, a day and a half, and everything else is going in the trash because ain't nobody finna eat no more. Like, we over it. Like, we went and ordered food today because we're just over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself? Um, it was good. Um, I cooked at home. Um, cooked Jamaican dishes, of course. Um, but it was, it was good. Um, kind of it was cool actually staying at home. I thought I was like, oh, you know, my family's not coming in from out of town. Um, but it was cool. Like, yeah. Well, that's good. Y'all had your first little family Thanksgiving. I know. And I did all the cooking myself. I was like, go me. Yay. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and jump into the week's hot topics. Um, since we are fresh off of fight night, <laughs> yesterday there was a fight between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., as well as YouTuber Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Um, basically, I didn't watch it because I just one, I'm not really that into boxing like that, but two, I just I really don't be wanting to see celebrities box. And I love Mike Tyson and all of that. And even Roy Jones in his prime was dope. But I mean they both passed their prime. So it just it wasn't something that I wanted to see because I didn't feel like it was gonna be anything super exciting. And from all 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 intensive purposes, they said it just looked like two guys who were past their prime fighting, <laughs> you know. And, of course, it ended in a draw. Of so, course. Yeah. So, I mean, you didn't even get to see nobody, uh, aside from in the Nate Robinson and <laughs> Jake Paul, you didn't get to see nobody get knocked out. But Nate did get knocked out in the second round by Jake Paul. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Sad sight, my good guy. Sad sight. Yeah. That's all we can say. I mean, I don't, I don't, you have any comments on it? I don't. Yeah, no. Um, I know, like, Floyd made this whole post, like, we shouldn't be laughing at, uh, sir, no. <laughs> yes, we are laughing. That call out was epic. I don't, well, that knockout was epic. I don't care. It was funny. Absolutely. It was absolutely funny. I have seen the only thing, I guess, to come from that is the dude, Tyler. Is it Tyler? Lepley Lepley from um, P Valley says he wants to fight Jake Paul next, and mm-hmm. um, I just feel like he's too pretty. Don't do that. I know, but like, I, mean, I, I might watch that one, but at the same time, be like, hey, don't. Uh-uh. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if he get knocked out, then I'm gonna feel away. Like with Nate, I I really <laughs> felt like, I mean, Nate, you like five foot two, and like you just this wasn't it. But with you, like I'm gonna feel away. So just don't do this. <laughs> don't do this for us. Like sit this one yeah. out, sir. He is really attractive. Oh, ain't he though? And I think, and then not only that, I just think that it's like, again, I'm telling you, it's the it's the Memphis effect because I just be like, because he put on the little accent for the show, you just be like, mm, <laughs> take me back for a minute. <laughs> Even though we all know Memphis niggas ain't about nothing, but still. <laughs> nothing at all. At all. Oh, but still. You just had these had a moment of flashback. <laughs> Nothing at all. I guess what else kind of is popping on the internet? Oh, your girl Summer Walker. She finally confirmed that she was pregnant after all the speculation, and then promptly, promptly had a meltdown on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, confirming what. We all had already knew what everybody had been trying to tell her that London on the track ain't shit. Um, <laughs> he don't take care of his babies, and well, she signed up for the clown show. I don't, I don't. Again, I don't know what else to say, other than if I was her, I would have held my L in private personally. But true. Listen, I hate when celebrities be like, "No, nah, I'm not pregnant," and then two weeks later they make an announcement. Like, I know you want to do it yourself. But don't say that you ain't pregnant. Just don't say nothing and then pop up and make your announcement. Like, that's just so fucking weird to me. Like, no, nah, I'm not pregnant. But you pregnant. It's obvious, nigga. You pregnant. <laughs> and then like, well, huh? I'm like, you did all that fucking talking. And you knew. The crazy thing about it is you knew he was a shitty dad. And you still signed up for that. Like, it ain't even like he tricked you. You knew he was a shitty dad because you admitted it on the internet. And you still did that shit, though? What? You thought your vagina put that much pressure on him that he was going to be something that he not. Child. Mm. Mm. All I'm saying, and then had the audacity to stick her nose in the Liza Rain business, defending <laughs> fuckboy ass future. Future. Ooh, child. And you going through the same thing. Ooh. Hate it for mm. And the baby ain't even here yet. Listen, that's what I said. She ain't even... She ain't even a couple months in and she already going through it. I said, Lord, this <laughs> But you know what? She signed up for that clown show. She can't even. Yeah. It is what it is. I bet you they be back together in like two weeks, though. Yeah, I don't even give it two weeks. I give it next week. They're going to be posting another selfie in the mirror. Yeah, but I don't, I don't anticipate them lasting past her having a baby because that's just not his track record. Yeah. Like he like Tristan, he just gonna leave you. Third trimester. Basically. Hate to see it though. Mm. Yeah. But feed that baby grass while you was talking about all the mothers and what they feed their children in. Go on and take the air, sweetheart. Basically. Moving on swiftly from that. Also making this round on the rounds on the internet. Meg the Stallion, her debut album, Good News dropped last week. And um, it didn't have really all that great reviews. Um, a lot of people were saying that they felt like she should have either made like Tina Snow or one of those other records should have been her actual debut because they didn't feel like Good News was that great. Pushing aside to that, 
it is slated to debut at number two with about I think they said 100 to 102k sold some are calling it a flop I mean I don't know if you can call selling 100k albums a flop especially in this time um you know in this era but what are your thoughts Uh, yeah I don't I don't I'm not gonna call it a flop like I don't know what a flop would be. I don't know what people call a flop. I'm like the day of selling major units, especially when it's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's not a flop. That's good. And then debuting number two, that's not bad at all. I don't know. I just find it weird because I'm like, especially when you can go to places like iTunes and just download the songs that you want. You don't have to do the whole app. Like, I don't know. It's Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like this going to sound weird because she ain't been in the game that long. But I feel like with her success and her taking off so fast, she becoming like another Nikki. Like that was riding with you when you was kind of like, not so much as down, but you weren't as popular or hidden. And then like now that she's like popular and coming up and she got major deals, not just like music, but even like makeup and stuff like that. It's like, oh, she ain't even that great. Honestly, for me, I feel like, and a lot of people were saying that the whole shooting thing, she used that for clout and kind of to sell albums and everything like that. But honestly, I feel like it hurt her more than, you know what I'm saying? It helped gain anything. Because I feel like more people now, I've seen more people come out with, oh, I don't like her ever since then, you know, since she kind of went with the whole, you know, talked about him shooting her and all that stuff like that, then before that because prior to that it was all oh, man we love mag mag this mag that but after that whole situation i feel like that hurt her career way more than it helped i mean for all the people who were saying she was doing it for clout and this that and the other what clout did it give her because i feel like i said i feel like it hurt her career more than it helped if anything and especially like i've seen this tweet that this of course it was a man that wrote it and was like um she only gets certain stuff or from the GQ rap of the year was that it was a, basically a sympathy thing. And I was like, oh, I just like, like you said, like that hurt her more than it helped her because a lot of people are saying, Oh, she voted this or she got this because people feel bad for her, which I'm like, I don't know. Even listening to Tina Snow, it, it's always been a pick and choose for me for her. But overall, I think she has the pill, but like you said, that hurt her from, even the standpoint of people just not liking her because she spoke out against a quote-unquote black man. Yeah, exactly. Staying in that realm, her ex-friend, Kelsey, decided to, instead of just doing the interview like a regular person, she decided to drop a whole diss track to which she swiftly, um, I'm, I'm sorry, she first did like a quick little ig live and then she dropped the diss track and during the whole spiel of it all she claims that she's not trying to be a rapper that it's a one-time thing but then she swiftly went to re-release the kind of i guess re re-up the record take out some parts like it had it contained like a tory lane sample and all that she took all of that out just so that she can put it up on all of the streaming sites and things like that to obviously monetize it and make money off of it. So I guess my question to you is one, do you like her, her 
way of going about it as far as like the diss track and all of that stuff like that would you prefer her just to speak out and then secondly do you feel like at this point she kind of doing it a little bit for clout i mean trying to you know make money off of the situation what are your thoughts i definitely think it's clout um definitely think it's clout chasing and i don't like that yeah, Megan is a rapper, but I'm like, if she didn't flat out say your name, then why you even responded to her when you said you was going to get this interview and tell your side? And it kind of makes you look, to me, like real defensive for something that you said you ain't had nothing to do with in that capacity. Like, what what's really happening? And like you said, for you to take the sample off and then you want to put it on our platforms... Like, why are you making money off something that you're not trying to be a rapper? And I like, I just, I ain't get that with her. And I'm like, I didn't even like it. It was trash. So I'm like, you shouldn't be trying to sell it anyway. But yeah, I definitely think I'm like, at this point, you you made your clout chasing. And then you come out with this. If you were going to make a diss track, you should have just been dead. I mean, why you wait until after her, she dropped. And then she, no matter how people feel about it, I'm like, the body track is gaining major traction. She got a challenge off of it. And it's catchy. No matter how you feel about the song, it's catchy as fuck. So And then my thing is is that I just don't I just don't understand why she went like the diss track record. Like if you're not trying to be a rapper, that's not your lane. Why go that why you just didn't do sit I mean, all the people who was clamor clamoring for her to do it she could have went and sat at the breakfast club for all that. Oh. And just did a quick little interview. I mean, shit, hell, she could have called into Joe Buttons. I mean, any of those little people that she wanted to, she, who was clamoring to get an interview with her, why she just didn't go that route and do that? Or hell, do what you did and sit on IG Live, not just so you can tell people that you're going to drop a diss track, but sit on IG Live and actually say something. Because at this point, we didn't have, we didn't had Meg sit down, Meg actually said regardless of how people feel about how she went about it she actually came out and said the main shot her tori did a roundabout whole album and i still based on his album other than the fact that he innocent we still don't know who the fuck shot her i mean he he, he claims proclaims that his innocence but will not reveal who the shooter was then and then kelsey does all this roundabout talk still and the only thing that I got from her her whole situation was is that she was she was messing with Tori and she feels like Meg was messing with Tori. She found out Meg was messing with Tori too. And because of that and her not being a good friend, that's why you didn't speak up. I don't I, I listen, I'm confused. So she didn't plumb come out and say Tori shot her, um, shot Meg, but basically she in her roundabout way was saying well if you wouldn't if I wouldn't have found out he was sleeping with you as well then I would have came up and spoke out sooner like I I'm confused sis I just at this point I'm just sick of all y'all asses <laughs> you the you to get fed up like everybody else on shade room comments like I'm just over the whole situation <laughs> but the crazy thing about it is like from the album, I didn't listen to Tory Lane's album, not interested at all, even giving him the the views or streams or whatever. He never from the clips that people were putting out and that I did listen to on a different like social media platform, 
he never admitted that he Didn't. was with Kelsey, but he did admit to having some type of relationship with Meg. So it's like, who boyfriend was? That shit. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Too. And then, <laughs> and then, and listen, and and I'm not listen. I'm not one to judge, but that nigga is five foot three. Y'all, and y'all are two beautiful girls. That's this and really he, what this will really what we doing this over. And he unattractive as fuck. Be like, first of all, y'all can literally hula hoop with this little nigga. What? Ain't got no hairline to say. Listen, I can't. <laughs> I can't fathom it. I can't fathom it, y'all. Like I don't make that shit make sense, man. Anywho, um, but I guess again, we'll just have to wait and see in court to see if it actually come out. Shit, I don't. At this point, I wouldn't even expect it to come out in court. That's how this story (laughs) seems to be playing out. Like we may never know. It may end up like the Terrace J situation where. Even though, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even though, even though high key, I know who was in the car, but you know, um, you know, I got the tea on that. But you don't know, you don't know who was in the car. Okay, so the tea on that for all of y'all who don't know is that um, y'all rem- y'all know the little white girl that everybody always be talking about um shit her her name is blanking me but y'all know exactly what I'm, the one who is accused of being lebron james mistress she oh, high key, um, uh racist fuck 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 why is her name blanking right now bro, it start with her face in my head it start with a j Ugh. fuck 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 i know you're talking about it yeah, start with a j though y'all i'm t- i promise y'all y'all know exactly who the fuck i'm talking about too and start her name started with a J. She got like really short hair. She a white girl. Fuck. And like somebody. Uh, no. Fuck. What is her name? Is is it Jesse? Um. It is. It's no. Jess. Uh. Hold on. It's gonna bother the fuck out of me. I know, right? And watch it come back to me. Um. Look, and and Joe Buttons did a whole episode clowning that girl. I- and she and I know they was talking about something about some damn jeans. Oh, fuck, man! Listen, her name is is escaping me right now. But she uh, she is the one who was apparently in the car with Terrence J. Um, and that's mm-hmm. why Golden, the girl Golden Barbie, broke up with him because he was creeping with her. Ooh. And she like, cause I know it was like you know people are oh she got a body, but I'm like their face look. It's done. Is is a mess. That's exactly. See, that's how I know you know who I'm talking about too. Because that face, baby, <laughs> <laughs> that face is through. And I'm like, even when it comes down to body, I'm like, I mean, it ain't, it ain't nothing right. It make you think about how people boosted up J Lo. It's like, I mean, she got abs, but when you talk about like booty and stuff, you're like, I just don't see what she hit in top ten for y'all to be going crazy over her like this. Damn, what's the girl? Man. Oof. I'm with. I can't. Why can I not remember that girl? Jess. It's not J- Jess. Jesse. Justine. It's with a. Ooh, I know it should start with a J though, but her name is just escaping the fuck out of me right now. It'll probably come to me after we finish with the show. Right. Either way it goes, I'm gonna look it up and we will <laughs> have the name for y'all next week. But yes, that is who was in the car 
for all y'all who don't know, that was who was in the car with Terrence J um, the night that he got in that little accident. Ooh. Exactly. Ain't that pathetic? Like, ugh. Because she is, I just, listen, I just don't, I'm, I just don't understand it um, with these dudes because she is not pretty to me at all. She really is not right. <laughs> Out of everybody you chose, you went to her and then the fact that she a slick race is just like, yeah. who better? And, and, and it hurts my heart to know that they say that she, she's LeBron James mistress and I just feel like yeah. every every time I hear that I think to myself Savannah all you do is have to say the word sis all you have to do is say the word and we ride that's all I'm gonna say sis because ugh, disgusting but anywho I guess we can since we talked about Meg and Kelsey and all that that whole situation are we let's let's talk thugger uh young thug and Andre 3000 yeah Things people say when they on drugs, because he had to be on drugs. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> he did an interview with Ti, um, and it was damn it. And I watched the clip, but it was right up about Andre three thousand, and Young Thug admitted that he, I think he lied, but anyway, admitted that he doesn't pay attention to Andre three thousand, but he paid attention to Elton John. And all of this just basically bullshit. Um, T.I. suggested that he call up Andre 3000 and he does a collaboration with him, which I feel like Andre 3000 should be like, fuck no, but whatever. All right. But I think just, I don't know, you can go. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, so the first and foremost i'm with you on the whole thing is like i i just wonder if like thug is just like maybe on something or whatever like that because andre 3000 has always been complimentary complimentary of young thug of a lot of the younger artists he really don't he andre really don't bother nobody at all um so i just can't understand where the disrespect would come from then secondly i'm just confused on how the fuck is you from Atlanta and saying that you don't you don't know a verse from Andre three thousand? Like that's like saying that you ain't never listened to Outcast and like there's no fucking way that you from Atlanta and ain't never listened to no fucking Outcast. Like the fuck, I'm confused on that. So you had to have known of Andre three thousand. You have to know an Andre three thousand verse from somewhere. Like I. I'm lost. Um, so, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I'm confused. But I'm like, you from the South. Like, and, and I, like, you never listen to Andre 3. Like, I grew everything outcast, but it's like, so what were you doing when International Player Anthem came out? I, I don't. Listen, <laughs> like, I, girl, that was, that was one of my first thoughts. I was like, even if, even if you try to play the card like you too young to have listened to Outkast, which is beyond the fuck out of me. Even if you try to play the card that you the only person in Atlanta that ain't never heard an Outkast record. I know good and damn well, living in the South, that you been to somebody club at some time and heard International Player. I know for facts. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that should still ring off in the club. Right. Yeah, I yeah. So I don't know. It's like and it was just the he was like with Elton John, I think he was like was 
Now he said no, he said Elton John kiss ass and Andre three thousand don't be like, why the fuck would he be like he literally paved the way for you for your line of uniqueness. Like when you really think not saying that he's like super unique, but just being eclectic the way that you are, he literally paved the way for it. Right. Be that, like that is absolutely correct. Be like just the fact that people are dudes are still willing to listen to you and you are addressed or you got nail polish on. And I say that he went that far, but when you think about it, our generation should oppress, you know, seeing dudes having a her press that he not a pimp from the seventies, it was like a big deal. Right. So I'm like how you say like just the you from Atlanta, like it really pisses me off to be like, bro, don't damn play him like that and have the internet have to show appreciation to him. Like he's you know unproblematic. He's staying his own lane. He like he literally paved the way for you, nigga. You sitting up here talking about some. Basically, you don't know who he is. Right. You don't pay attention to him. Like the fuck telling you this generation different man they different they will throw they will disrespect anybody (laughs) it's beyond the fuck out of me okay and it's like it's literally like they act like they pave their own way like oh i made this and be like no no matter how much you think you're different somebody before you made a way for you to even be that different and be accepted right like yeah you you different but I'm like, somebody literally paved the way for you to even have that privilege to be like, okay, I'm still going to be on and, you know, yell on the track and not say words that people can understand. You know what I'm saying? To have this look. Because, yeah, get your dirty ass somewhere and sit down. You're right. So speaking of dudes talking too much on a podcast, Youngberg sat down um, on Drink Champs and decided to you know be a chatty patty um and run his mouth about notori not who again is somebody who doesn't bother anybody but yet for some reason everybody be having her name in their mouth man but nonetheless berg decided to go on the show talk about supposedly how he slept with her and this that and the other just utterly disgusting chatty patty to the full extent but any anywho, what is your thoughts? Um, definitely trash. And I just don't understand how he used to get beat up and then you on this podcast. Like, go find your chains that somebody stole from you when you used to get your ass whooped when you were young bird and now you hit maker or whatever. But I didn't understand the reason for saying that. And then he was like, basically his comment was saying that he had sex with her and she she was the first girl that had an IUD. I'm like, first of all, you didn't touch her IUD. So let's just get that out the way. No way you didn't. Um, it was just to me, it was like, you know how like you boys used to talk in like seventh grade in the locker room, be like, hey, you know, this then it gave me that vibe. And I'm like, what relevance did this have? Like, you did you just bring her up because you wanted to be like, oh, I had sex with her, like. I, I don't know, but shout out to her for using protection with his legs and keeping herself protected at all times. Um, <laughs> if it's yeah, even any truth to it, shit. If it's even any truth to it, because he could be lying yeah. on his dick for all we know. 
That is true. But it was like he was saying it to be like, oh, I touched her eye. You did. I feel you did. You absolutely you did. did. You did. <laughs> Find you somebody else to play with. <laughs> I don't believe you. You need more. <laughs> and not from what we've heard about you, that, you know. It ain't it. It's not right. it. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of more trashness that went on, I saw this pop up today, and I know you saw it as well. A gospel singer. What's his name? I'm not sure. Uh, his name is uh, Daryl or Darrell Walls. Okay. He was outed um, on by one of his close friends, or even or I I read two different things. I read that a close friend outed him, and then I also read someone said that his actual partner outed him. So I don't know, but the way the story goes is that on Instagram or, you know, on on IG, they have that little new thing where I guess where you can choose to only show your stories to your close friends. And apparently he had, you know, chose to only show that story to his close friends and either one of them or his partner or whoever, somebody in that list decided to give it to a blog and outed him. Yeah, um, the only I read that he shared it with his close friends and somebody outed him, which I feel like that's just terrible. Like, let people come out on their own time. And I even think if it's your, you know, if you're dealing with somebody on a romantic level, it's still for that person to come out and out themselves. It's nothing that you doing or helping trying to push them along. Like, if you know they are not comfortable with it being out, you have a choice to make. Either you move on or you don't. I mean, you move on or you accept that, hey, they're not ready for this. Right. I absolutely agree with you. Like, to me, one of the worst things that you can do is to out somebody. Like, I just, I've never understood the concept of that, why you would do that. I just, especially, and then especially in that type of setting, um, we all know, you know, how the church is, um, how gospel music is, how that whole crowd isn't the most accepting. So to to go that low as to out him before he was ready, uh, I just, mm, it's just another example of, of just things that bug me. I just, like I said, I just can't, to me, one of the lowest things you can do is to out somebody. I just don't. I don't grasp it in my mind. Like, I don't understand why you would do that to someone. Yeah. And that's why I was like, he has to be ready for that. And that doesn't help him. And I think like people think like, oh, this will help him along the way. That doesn't help him. That hurts him because, I mean, what if he's figuring it out? And it doesn't seem like from the story that I read that he's down low. It's just he didn't want nobody to know yet. And I can understand, especially being a gospel artist and being heavy in the church. It's like, yeah. I just yeah (laughs) right you know he did in that crowd what is like you said in the church is not the most accepting of you know the homosexual lifestyle so it's just you know like you said I can understand why he wanted to you know keep that just for his close-knit group of people so for you to quote unquote be a close-knit person to him and feel like this needs to be out to the world. I hope whatever little coins you got was worth it. You know what I mean? 
if the blog even paid you for it. Because I just the blog they're just being messy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things. Like I said, I just feel like this a super low. You have to be a super low person to to go to out somebody. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I wish him the best. I know they said he deleted his Instagram. So yeah. yeah. It's just horrible. Yeah. I ho- I mean, hopefully he sees all the outpouring and sees all the people who are still supporting him and showing him love and uh you know that he's able to to get through it because it's tough um when you don't get to come out on your own terms yeah and i saw like on um spiritual world where they made a post about it and it was so many people that like were coming and saying how they were outed by different people and they weren't ready to say anything or they weren't even sure themselves and i'm like that's just sad yeah absolutely sad low just just, like i said it's just low you have to be you know a really effed up type of person to do it in my opinion but uh, all i I wish all the best for him though absolutely do we want to talk about only fans and how it seems to be the new wave i guess every every celeb and their mama is jumping on only fans definitely i saw I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I know Michael B. Jordan, he said he was going on there. Of course, Chris Brown. And I think Trey Songz, if uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. Yes. <sighs> I just hate it because I'm like, listen, this was a come up for a lot of people, especially during this pandemic. While there's a lot of stuff going on, people losing their employment. Get y'all weak ass off for OnlyFans. Yeah. That, that that's I'm te- see that's that's my thing with a with a lot of these type of situations or whatever like that. Um, whether it be OnlyFans, uh, YouTube, podcasting, just every you know all these different avenues that are supposed to be avenues for the average Joe to kind of make a little extra money, make a little side hustle, a little you know some yeah. passive income. It's like you then you have all these celebrities kind of hopping on the train and hopping. It's like, damn, there's enough money, you know, in the world for everybody. Y'all already got some of the bigger lanes of money. Can y'all can y'all save a little bit for us? Listen. Just a little bit? Like, damn, can we have something? And I know like Michael B. Jordan was like, oh, I'm donating it for a barber school. Just open the motherfucker, like, get a grant. But don't come and ruin these people fucking hustle. Like, to me, that's just like, like you said, we can't have nothing. Let regular people make their fucking money. Like, you get movies and all of this shit. Like, spend that money. Basically. But I, I hate the fact that they took it to OnlyFans just because OnlyFans, and, you know, I know a lot of people look down on sex work and they look down on sex workers whatever like that and they don't see it as honest work but honestly I think sex work is honest work I think somebody has to do it um and if you are willing to do it you want to do it um ain't nothing wrong with it make your money how you make your money but I just feel like that was really an easy easier safer platform for sex workers um Mm -hmm. to use and now that you have all these celebrities kind of driving more and more attention to OnlyFans. You have the people who, you know, who are behind OnlyFans. They are slowly but surely kind of booting 
off sex workers and kind of removing them from the site. So that's taking away from their income, as well as, like I said, taking away from safe, you know, a safety measure that they had that they don't always have. Because like I said, a lot of people don't respect sex work. They don't think that sex workers will treat sex workers as human beings. They don't think that sex workers deserve, you know, the, the, you know, to have any type of laws or protections behind them. So, you know, OnlyFans was really a way for them to at least be able to do what they do and do it safely. And I just, it, like I said, now, now you have all these celebrities going there and it's like, okay, now what are we supposed to do? Right. And then I, it, and I think it even sits like, I don't care how this sounds, but when you think about like, celebrities getting on there and bringing a platform money and I ain't even showing nothing where you got somebody else like you know busting it wide open which if that's what you want to view that's what you want to view ain't nothing wrong with it but they like okay we can make money and then now like you said drive people off like there's no nudity right and be like what's your point like and not even saying that because I think the biggest account that I last that I've known one of the biggest accounts on OnlyFans was actually an exercise like guru. Right. Um, so it's not like people that are showing nudity or doing sex work. It's like, you know, one of the biggest accounts, but she had Black China on there popping though because she one of the biggest ones. But I just, I don't know. To me, it's like if you want to do a fundraiser because that's what the fuck you doing. If you open up a a barbershop if you want to fundraise do this shit somewhere else get you a gofundme account crowdfund or something not only fans yeah do it on ig shit y'all have enough right. followers on ig you could do it on ig true so or do it on facebook shit a lot of them have facebook accounts now or on tiktok um you know what i mean so i don't know i just feel like there are certain it's like reg- a lot of us regular folks um, especially during this pandemic, have had to really try to buckle down and find extra ways to kind of make passive income and, um, you know, second and third and fourth streams of income in order to really just stay afloat and survive. And the more and more that you have these celebrities kind of throw their hat in the ring, it's like, damn, give give the regular folks a shot. Like, give us a chance um to to really to to make a living that's all i'm saying like it's like i mean like i said i know i take it back to podcasting because that's the you know the realm that we're in it's like you know every 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 other day now i see some new celebrity who is starting a podcast or jumping in a podcast game and it's like damn can can we get it's hard enough to find sponsorships without y'all jumping in and and naturally because y'all already have a fan base so they're gonna tune in and so all the sponsors are gonna be like well let me run to you like shit right can i get a little can i get a little too please <laughs> Damn. Like, we shall see what kind of comes of that i feel like there are so many other like i said so many other avenues and platforms we'll see what happens you know i've, I've seen like i said i've seen a lot of only fans i've seen a lot of celebrities getting youtube accounts now Pretty soon, we'll probably start seeing um, YouTubers start to complain as well, because you know their their money is going to be impacted by that as well. The more you have celebrities kind of j- jump on there and drive 
traffic their way, you know. So we shall see. Yeah. Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I can't wait till y'all can go back to doing shows. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Movies or something. Be be too busy. Shit. Uh, okay, so I feel like we have one last topic. It is Lori Harvey. He was spotted out with Michael B. Jordan right before Thanksgiving. They were spotted um, landing in Atlanta together. So, of course, naturally, the rumors have started to fly that the two of them may be coupled up, booed up, whatever. Whatever. I mean, that's all I can say with that. I feel like the bigger story about that that I saw come out of that whole situation is this conversation is the conversation about Lori Harvey in general. Um, I saw like a lot of like Twitter kind of debates and like social media debates and things like that, where they were saying that, where they were trying to say that women over 30 have kind of made Lori Harvey like their, their goals are, you know, their shero because she is out here dating every, you know, every this, that, that, and the other, or whatnot. And I have thoughts on it, but I want <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts first. Listen, I I ain't mad at her. Her mama's from Memphis, so she she got the game. Honestly, I ain't gonna say she like my shiro. I do. I am thankful that she got out of this shit with future without a baby. And yeah, I mean, I don't feel a certain way about her. She she should date around. I'm like. She not fucking married. She technically ain't in no relationship. She ain't got no kids. She young. She's beautiful. Shit, do you? So here are my thoughts, right? So my my thoughts are more on the whole situation of where they're trying to pin this whole, say that women over 30 are looking at her like goals and stuff like that. And to me, that was just kind of more, kind of justification of what I've always thought. Is that like Twitter folks and like social media folks and like all these people who go viral and stuff like that is really high is really high key squares because in real life, I don't know no girls who didn't have no roster. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when they were single and they like, you know, most of my friends now are like married or in committed relate, whatever like that. But like, and you know, as my, the only single friend, I still got me a fucking roster. But um, <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just trying to understand, like, where's where's this coming from? Or where like everybody is so impressed by Lori Harvey dating? I mean, that's what the fuck you when you single. That's what the fuck you supposed right. to do. Like, I don't like that's that's why I say I feel like a lot of y'all have to like these Twitter folks and all that. They got to be squares because. There's nothing impressive about dating. That's when you're single, you're supposed to date. Right. Like, I just, I don't, it is what it is, I guess. You know what I mean? I guess maybe they 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 are impressed by the caliber of dudes that she pulls. But at the same time, I look at it as like, she's a pretty girl and she got money. So she automatically benefits from being pretty. That's number one. And then two, the social circle that she's in because she has money naturally you know what i'm saying she should she gonna attract those type of dudes you know what i mean yeah definitely and i think it goes back to because i i see it a lot and i see a lot of people sharing it even people around like my age or even when i was younger where people 
applaud people for being loyal to people doing talking and dating phases and be like, I never operated like this. If we talking or just dating and it's not exclusive, then guess what? I'm talking and dating other people. Big facts. <laughs> so I, I definitely think that, right, as you should, because I'm like, I ain't never, I was never the type to put my eggs in one basket. If but I definitely, like, that's what I definitely think that something supposed to be exclusive and be like, nah. I'm not, if you ain't exclusive with me, I ain't exclusive with you. And like you said, she got a, her dating circle is different. So of course she's gonna, you know, pull a different caliber of dude. That's all we have for hot topics. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. Okay. So last week we touched on the um, Dead Ass podcast and the uh, monogamy episode or whatnot. We both said that we were going to go back and listen to the full episode and then come back with our thoughts this week. So let's kick off the relationship portion with, let's first give like a little recap from the, from their episode of their podcast and then give thoughts. Okay. So the podcast, of course, is Dead Ass Podcast with Kadeen and DeVal. Um, and basically it was talking about monogamy and why do women push for exclusivity and monogamy and they're not ready to meet those needs. And basically Deval was saying that, you know, he has sexual needs and men has to have sexual needs that women can't fulfill, but they push for monogamy first or they push to be exclusive first. And why is that? And I guess, you know, we'll just break down our take on it um, and what we get from it. Okay. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So I listened to, um, obviously I heard the buzz clips and then I went back and I listened to the full episode today. So from what I understood, after he talked about how he asked her about why did you push me into marriage and monogamy if you you know weren't going to be able to meet my sexual needs and all of that jazz basically his biggest takeaway or his biggest point was that it's selfish of any person to require exclusivity or monogamy if they aren't able to meet you know, de- to demand that from a partner if they aren't able to kind of meet them, their their partner sexually, you know, their sexual needs and all that jazz. I did, um, after listening to the full episode, it's not that I, I still have issues with a lot of what he said, but I kind of got it from their perspective, I guess, because of just how their relationship goes. I still have a lot of issues, um, a lot of questions. But it's not before I it was kind of like I had a lot of issues with him, but I kind of have issues with the both of them in the sense that um, one, I don't one. I I feel like she caved a lot in the conversation. Um, She didn't push back enough on certain things. But two, like she she said that they basically the timeline of their relationship was they dated for about seven or eight years. Then they got engaged. um, And then after getting engaged, they only stayed engaged for like a year and then got married. Um, She said 
and obviously they did that fairly young because they're only in their 30s. Um, okay. She said that um, a lot of it came with society pressures and things like that, saying that you should be married by a certain time, have kids by a certain age, blah, 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 blah. And now knowing, you know, what they know, she feels like they should, you know, maybe they should have waited and whatever, whatever. But one of my takeaways or one of the things that I had questions about was if you guys dated for seven to eight years, what the fuck did y'all talk about? Because a lot of the the issues or the things that y'all are talking about as far as sex wise, I feel like should have came up during that seven to seven to eight years of y'all being together and another big thing that because we always talk of we since the beginning of our show one of the things first relationship topics we talked about was love language and how important it is and it just seems to me in listening to their conversation I don't know if you guys remember the blackish episodes where Dre and uh, Bo were going through their situation where it was almost looking like they were going to get divorced. And it was because the two of them didn't understand each other's love language. And I feel like with those two, it's the same thing. Like they have, it sounds like they have two separate, different, you know, love languages, different ideas of love and what, and, you know, the ways to show that. And it feels like they haven't communicated that or talked about that within their relationship I also feel like when it comes to I I feel like he tries to I give him credit because he tries to be understanding about you know her not wanting sex as often or having a different sex drive but at the same time I feel like he just I I guess his biggest excuse is that you know that there he wasn't taught that and she wasn't taught that about monogamy and yada 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 but my thing is you're taught about the opposite sex though. So you know that women's bodies go through different things, especially after childbirth, um, that their sex drive is tied a lot to, you know, their emotional well-being, stresses. So I, there was a lot of issues that I took with out of, out of both of them because I just feel like, like I said, I feel like she made a lot of excuses for him and she kind of didn't push hard enough on certain things um she she fully kind of was just like yeah my sex drive is low and I know he wants sex all the time and I gotta do better on that but I feel like he also has to do better too in understanding that hey she had three babies and her sex drive just isn't what it used to be and um you know you gotta work around that and he he also says he doesn't like to you know please himself he doesn't do masturbation I mean, so, I mean, he's not even attempting to kind of, I don't know, in my opinion, find other ways, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I I just feel like a part of me feels like he really wanted to say, you should let me be able to sleep with other women. But who am I? What about you? Um, I I remember I said the same thing, like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, she ain't go hard for herself. Like, I understand, like, that's your mate. You don't want to be, like, super combative and all of that stuff. But, no, you're not finna throw me under the bus and roll over, you know, about a situation that, to me, I feel like sex is a big part of a relationship. But at the same time, 
she's a mom. And he was like, well, the first beginning of the pocket, well, I'm not going to say the first beginning, but the middle, he wanted what they had in college. And I remember from there, he was saying that, you know, it wasn't that they didn't, they had sex a lot, but they were also away from each other a lot. That makes a big difference when I'm away from you, even for a week. And be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see him. You got all of this, you know, excitement build up. You got energy. So it's different. And be like, we're not, and then we stand in the house together. It's just like, you know, you become routine. And not even so much if you, you know, you're aware that, okay, I don't want routine. I'm not scheduling sick. But just everyday life is just like, bro, I'm tired. And then when you start adding kids into the mix and, like, not even, well, to bring up now, like, of course, I have a child. And he's just a newborn. And I get touched out. Like, stop touching me. Between him touching and then you want to come to Stop touching me. Right. And then when you think about pregnancy, and for Kadeen, she was pregnant, I think, three years back to back. Yeah. So it's like, when you think about pregnancy and the toll that it takes on your body, and I'm looking around, a whole human being all the equipment that comes with it and you literally get 20, 30 extra pounds on you. I want to have sex during my third trimester. Like I hated this shit and I'm like just being completely transparent. I sent my friend a message when I was like, I can't wait to have this baby so I don't have to have sex again. Like that's just how I was over it. And he thought, oh my gosh, you look, you glowing and you so full and you look so pretty. And I'm like, my pelvic hurts. My vagina hurts. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm uncomfortable. I have toss and turn all night long. Leave me alone. Right. So I, I just, I, my mind wasn't in the game for it. Whereas, you know, he was just ready to like, oh my, I just think you just be, leave. No. Right. So, I, I mean, I definitely... Not even just, of course, I'm a woman, so I do see things from her perspective. And I would even agree with him. If, you know, I just, I just, like you say, I just found his, it was problematic for me because he was just like, well, you know, again, it was like, you push me. She didn't push you. She gave you what she wanted. If you wanted to rise to the occasion, you you knew what you were getting out of. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I think that goes for a lot of women. I'm like, and even when it comes down to me, and I'm like, y'all sex drive don't be that banging either. Because mm-hmm. if y'all had a hard day at work or something, I'm just not in the mood, blah, blah, blah. And you're not always around when I'm in the mood. Because I can be in the mood 2 p.m. at work, then what? Facts. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I definitely, but I definitely feel like with their with their timeline it wasn't like they had a short timeline that's the thing for me like if if at any when he says that you push me into this are you how bruh if (laughs) y'all was dating for seven to eight years like shit i when she said that i said yeah what is this nigga complaining about (laughs) you got got a good you got a good 10 years of life (laughs) like Before she even asked you to marry her, like before she put her foot down. So like I shit, you got more out of her than you would have got out of me. <laughs> I, mean, I, 
I don't know if you watched them on Black Love, but they were together, I think, from like very like their first year of college or whatever. He always like referenced like why I didn't have a chance to sow my way out. But this is what you chose. Like I didn't get every time he kept was like, well, yeah, you did kind of pressure me. I didn't get pressure. Again, you had that choice. She didn't to be like, you know what? We can walk away. Yeah. We can, re- and like she said in there, like we can reevaluate what we both want. But you knew men are not stupid. Like they're not stupid. He knew what he was getting and he didn't want to let that go. So if you don't want to let me go, then listen, this is what I want from you. And I'm like, a lot of times, men, especially younger men, want to play around until they like, okay, and put you on a shelf. And she wasn't willing to be put on a shelf until you ready to come back and pick me up. So. I definitely, I definitely, and I will say, I do think that um, in the part of the episode where he says that the only reason that he is married is because he wanted a legacy, I feel like that was kept. And the reason I say that is just because if all you wanted was babies, um, you know, to quote unquote have your legacy, you could have did that with anybody. You wouldn't have stuck out all, you know, all of those years with her. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't, you know, have a monogamous relationship for her. Because it clearly, just from the way he talks, it don't sound like that monogamy is something that he wants you know what I mean like I say it seems to me more like he if he if she gave him the option and said hey okay you can step out he would that's what that's how that's how I just from listening to them talk that's how it sounded like if she said tomorrow okay I don't want to have sex all the time so I'm okay with you sleeping with this girl, that girl, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Long, whatever her, the rules for her would be behind it. I feel like he would do it in a heartbeat and that would be the oh, Definitely. Like, that, I definitely agree. And I agree with that even on, like I said, they were on Black Love and he touched on it as well. And I was like, mm. like I said, I like them, but definitely just like listening, it's like, oh, well, I didn't get to sell my way. I mean, that's not a faith that you have to have, which is weird because I'm like, y'all always not going for having hope faith, but anywho, um, that's not a faith that you have to have, but I don't, like I said, even just so looking at them and I know, you know, looking at their blogs and I'll let you only see a small glimpse of that life, but I'm like, she's the default parent. Mm-hmm. So even when you think about like, oh, well, we're away from the children when they told the story, you know, the opening where he was like, oh, she told me we was going to have sex and blah, blah, blah. Listen, whatever commitment I made at 7 o'clock that morning, my energy, when it comes down to 6 p.m., it's, it's gone. Facts. So, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. And I think he places sex almost like over the marriage part like because like, he did say sex is his number one he said it's not his only thing but it's his number one thing and for me i don't i feel like this and he tried to say that that's all man and i just don't think that that's all now don't get me wrong i'm not one of those girls that like sex is low on the totem pole now because i think sex is yeah. high up on the list it's high up on the list 
And I think we've both said that on, you know, on the show previous times where we said that we feel like if, you know, the sexual chemistry isn't there, you don't have sexual chemistry that a relationship can't work. But I just, you know, so it's definitely high on the list, but I just feel like it ain't like the number one thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For for your issue, well, it shouldn't be the number one reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for your relationship or that you in your relationship, like there should be more things to, and that's why I feel like some of his convert, some of the things that he was saying is was just for the controversy of all that it was capped because I just feel like because there were parts where you could hear him say, you know, you're my best friend, you're my partner. And, you know, and he would say things like that that makes you, and he's like, it's sometimes it's just the way that you look at me and, you know, it's your essence and stuff like that. So that makes you feel like, yeah, I really feel like you just saying some of this to, you know, for the controversy of it all. But then there are parts of it that I do feel like is truth. Like I, like I said, I definitely get from him that if she would allow it, he wouldn't do the monogamy thing. Yeah. I that I definitely and I was like I didn't want to say it but that I definitely do agree with it if she was like hey you know I give you Saturday night and you do you then he would definitely be like okay that's cool I don't yeah I just yeah and I take when I texted you earlier I was like yeah I'm still kind of mad at this one because <laughs> yeah. I'm like I watched it again and I was like yeah, I ain't feel no different than I felt last time. I was like, he real. I was like, I just, yeah, I didn't like it. And I was like, we, it's almost like he doesn't give her the the grace of like, hey, I am a parent. I am a wife. And no matter how much you want to think about it, she probably carries most of the household even before, you know, being a parent. Like, I have to tell my husband, like, I don't want to play every date night. Right. Or hey, here's the money you go out and buy. No, you go out and buy. If, if you got the money, you got the car, you got a whole smartphone, we got iPads, laptops, all, get on there and buy it. Right. So it's just certain stuff like that that I'm like, and again, three kids, and then you had three boys. So like people be saying that, go to hell respectfully. And I just hate this whole ideal that men try, because I'm telling you, it's like this whole alpha male thing where they try to build up like they just have the sexual prowess of everything. Like science has shown that that's false. That that's false, sir. That y'all best years is y'all twenties. And after that, y'all steadily start to decline. For women, <laughs> as we get older, our sex drives get, you know, get you know, yeah. get better. So y'all, y'all gotta chill with the bullshit. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> Science says that's a lie, And if you do have a sex drive like that, you know, you claim to have, guaranteed, you know, you're not going for that long. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm just being. Right. Honest. You give him, you give him maybe a good ten, <laughs> and then the rest is yeah. just <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> right. You almost tapped out doing foreplay. Get some shit up. <laughs> Like, that's why I'm young, I'm like, and then some dudes that be had coming, so I'm like, even like I saw a couple of dudes on my time, I'm like, bro, you got issues with high blood pressure. I seen you post about it. You ain't doing shit <laughs> for effect, because I know that high blood pressure takes everything away from your age. You ain't doing shit. 
nothing. But I do appreciate the fact that he said that um, he was willing, that he's willing to do, you know, different things in order to kind of please her. Um, Whether it was when she asked to use a vibrator or different things like that. And some dudes just are completely against those type of things. But the fact that he's willing to kind of go the distance in order to to kind of get her there and and to please her, I, I definitely can be appreciative of that i will say that i feel like he doesn't come he obviously doesn't communicate enough to her about some of the things that he likes with sex because i heard him say that you know he wants her to kind of be a little bit more fancy with it and like since she don't want to have sex all the time he wanted to kind of dress up and all this stuff like that and i mean look there's nothing wrong with if that's what you like and that's what you want but I feel like you have to communicate that more to her because for her, she's just like, shit, if I'm in the mood, let's just get it and be spontaneous <laughs> with it. But if you want more of a production with it, then, you know, be spontaneous. I want a production out of it. So then she knows, okay, I got to actually plan. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need an outfit. This probably going to need a babysitter. I need to get my hair done. See, yeah. Yeah, so I don't. I feel like a lot of that too. They may honestly benefit from like a sex therapist. Yeah, you know, because it seems like they their issues aren't. If they don't have like a bad connection in that area. I just feel like maybe they need to work more, like communication, work on different types of intimacy as well. Because sex isn't the only type of intimacy that you can have. You know. So I feel like maybe, uh, like I said, I feel like they would benefit from a sex therapist. I agree. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, just keep them lifted because I know it's hard out here. Yeah. But yeah, she, yeah. And he said he want more kids. Ooh. And see, that's my issue. He was <laughs> like, like when I watched like they blogs and stuff, he was like, I want a girl. I want a girl. She, <laughs> not all because I listen, I tell my husband, "This it. Ain't nothing else coming back through here." Where they, uh, he need a sibling. He won't get one from me. <laughs> Shit. If I was her, I mean, they have the money. If he really serious, they have the money. That okay? Well, we gonna have to go ahead and put up this forty, fifty grand for a surrogate. Cause I'm not told another baby. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could understand three shit close for business. Man. Ooh. And I understand now, like I know this off topic why women get surrogates. I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> Especially when older. Pregnancy is taxing like fuck. Mm, I'm not doing this shit. At all, baby. Oh, putting my money away right now. Mm. <laughs> okay. So um, we do have some other relationship questions, but we are about an hour, well, a little over an hour into the show. So instead, we're going to save the rest of our relationship questions for next week. But we do want to hear from you guys on this topic about monogamy. We'll post, even though we are super lazy and we do not take as much time as we should on our Instagram, we will post to Instagram this question about sex and monogamy and marriage and relationships and all that jazz kind of get you guys thoughts we do want to hear from you so you can hit us um send us an email at pretty nerds podcast at gmail 
Um, if you go on the website, prettynursepodcast.com, um, there's a little link that you can click on. It'll take you right to, so you can shoot us an email with your questions, your responses, whatever. And we may feature you guys on the show. So let's go ahead and kind of wrap things up. New music, books, TV, anything you just want to share with the people? Nothing new for me. Yeah, nothing new. The only thing on my side, as far as that is concerned, is that I have started um, the television show, You. I've seen everybody always raving about it. So I decided to finally check it out. When it first aired on Lifetime, like the first season or whatever like that, I didn't it didn't seem interesting to me and it still didn't seem interesting to me, but all y'all been raving about it. So <laughs> I'm checking it out. Um so far I'm I'm almost through the first season and it's been rough for me. I ain't gonna lie. Pen, <laughs> Pen, like I said, Pam Badgley's little monotone ass voice through the whole episodes, like bet. I, I I love you and you can do this like shit it's it, I don't know how y'all do this because like it's making me want to go to sleep like his voice put me to sleep high key but from what I understand it's supposed to pick up and it's supposed to get better so I'm gonna give it you know another I'm gonna watch it through the end so we shall see <laughs> and see how it goes <laughs> If you haven't got it now, then it's just not for you. Oh. Like, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't my top, you know, series or anything like that. I did watch it, but I just really feel like just watching it. Be like, if you don't, it's just not gone. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna get better because it's still like the same damn thing. You just add more people to it, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I just, I just don't get what the. I guess I just don't get what the hype is about it. Yeah. I guess for me, I was like, this shit is foolish as fuck. And I'm like, why the fuck he ain't got caught? Like, you, you should be caught by now. Because he's high-key sloppy. Yeah. He's very, a really, he's very sloppy for, like, a psychopath killer. <laughs> he's sloppy as fuck. Like, I, I, that's, that's another thing that's just unrealistic to me. Because I'm like, he ain't even a good stalker. Like, the couple of times, like, we're like when she caught him at the little fair following her, like I like you know, if it was if it was me, I'm like, the fuck is you doing here? Like <laughs> you stalking me. You know what I'm saying? But she just was like, Oh yeah, that's right. You do own books, so naturally you'd be here. No, sis, like this is not normal. Like <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it's just one of those things for me, but I don't know. Yeah, I we shall see. Aside from that, I have seen some people talk about on Hulu, they're streaming the show, A Teacher, that normally comes on, I think it's Fox or um, shit, the same channel that Pose comes on, I can't remember, FX or whatnot. So it's a show called A Teacher, where it's supposed to be about a teacher who has an affair with her 17-year-old student and... um so people are talking about that one, obviously. I haven't really wanted to check it out because shows like that gross me out. But um, but people claim it's really good. So And usually FX, their shows are really good. Like I said, I loved Pose. I loved Pose. I loved um, where they did little mini series um, about Versace. They tend to do really good shows. So 
I may check it out just off of the strength of that. Take a look. I saw it and I always pass over it because it's like in my for you shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'll let y'all know if I decide to change. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the nerd moment really quickly. This week's nerd moment of the week is just a, a couple of um, quick little blurbs of things out there that I've seen pop up on the timeline. Black Panther 2 is scheduled to begin shooting um, in July of 2021. So um, obviously for those of y'all who were wondering what are they going to do after you know, after the passing of Chadwick Boseman, obviously they still are making Black Panther 2 from all kind of sources and things that I've seen. They are going to follow the comic books and Shuri will become the new Black Panther. So we can look forward to that. Um, And I I anticipate that they will do, as far as the way that they're going to write out Chadwick Boseman, that they will do justice to his character. Like I fully anticipate that. So I'm not really worried about that in any aspect um especially if ryan coogler does come back to direct which i feel like there are all you know all arrows are pointing that he will be back to direct also um sad news black lightning at the end of their fourth season which will air next year 2021 it's going to be coming to the end. The show has officially been canceled. So the fourth season will be its last season. I told you guys last week that they're going to be doing a backdoor episode um, for a possible spinoff for Painkiller. So um, hopefully that gets picked up. You never know. Depends on how the backdoor episode does. But um, it's a wait and see on that because we saw with Green Arrow in the Canaries when they did the back episode for that, that you know, they haven't got the pickup. So we shall see what happens there. Also, for those of you out there who were were trying to get the PS5 or the Xbox, um, unfortunately, if you haven't secured one, the chances of getting one is are pretty slim. Um, They said that, unfortunately, um, scalpers, um, they've been using those little bots that they use for like tickets and, um, you know, on like all the ticket websites and things like that when those big shows and concerts occur. So they've been using those little bots um, to pre-order and order up all the little Xboxes and PS5. So if you haven't got yours, um, I, you might not get one. Chances are really slim for you. Hopefully, maybe you can find one in stock at a store. But if you were hoping to kind of order one offline or anything like that, you didn't get your pre-order in chances are you ain't getting one so um don't get your hopes up (laughs) (laughs) um um, and outside of that uh oh um on dc titans they revealed star starfire's official costume was revealed and it's dope per usual dc titans the one thing they do do well is their super suits and her super suit is no exception it looks amazing um love to see it and that's it for me as far as the nerd moment of the week um and that's it for me as far as the show anything else on your end Fallon? no ma'am that is all all right so per usual we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of your week good night guys good night Bye.